The following is a presentation of the Chicago Bears Network. Now on News Radio 780 and 105.9 FM, this is the Bears Coaches Show with Bears head coach Matt Nagy, the coaching staff, and Bears management. The Bears Coaches Show is brought to you by Whipley CPAs and Consultants, Advocate Healthcare, Verizon, and Miller Lite. Now from Hallis Hall, here's the voice of the Bears, WBBM's Jeff Joniak. Pleasant good evening, everybody, and welcome into the Bears Coaches Show featuring head coach Matt Nagy, Jeff Joniak, wrapping things up in London as the Bears uh, fall to the Oakland Raiders, uh, a home game with the Raiders. It was weird, Matt, seeing uh, all the, the color schemes because it, it was such a combined effort, obviously, but it, it was a Raiders home game. Now, it didn't sound like a Raiders home game. Uh, what was your perspective of the Bears contingent uh, that made their way down here? Yeah, it was really it – was, it was cool to see all the fans. You could hear them from the start. You know, first of all – Tottenham Hotspur Stadium there is is uh, is a really really special stadium and they they do it the right way. Um, you could just feel the energy and the vibe at the start of the game and and so um, you know we appreciate all the fans that that came out and supported us with all the the Bears jerseys. You could certainly see there was a, there was a lot of uh, Bears fans in that stadium. We are brought to you by Whipley CPAs and Consultants. All right, let's start breaking down the game. Let's start on the offensive side of the ball and you stayed up all night to watch the tape. So what did you find out? Yeah, you know, it's uh, it's one of those deals where we, we talked about you need to be able to um, to start and make statement plays from play number one. And, you know, we ended up having 16 plays in the uh, in the first half. And, and uh, um, when you do that, you're not you're not getting first downs. You know, the first drive, uh, we put together some nice plays and then we had back to back penalties, which set us into a, a second and 25 and a third and 20. And um, those are those are hard to make up. So just to start the game there with two penalties uh, after moving the ball to midfield after a few first downs, um, we did flip the field, but we'd like to get points there. And and then the, the next couple possessions there in the first half, we had some three and outs, and we had the we had the interception as well. So uh, you get to the third quarter and. Um, our, we, we fed off of that the turnover that they had. We, we were more aggressive in the pass game and, and made some things happen, and Allen Robinson and those wide receivers really stepped up. Yeah, they really – I mean, Chase it put balls in play for them to go and make a play, and, you know, that's also the responsibility, obviously, of a receiver sometimes to, to, to go and make the play that's offered you. Uh, and that happened quite a bit in the game, and inspire, it was an inspiring point of the game, I think, and okay – Things are things are looking good here. Uh, so from that point of view, do you like the way the receivers played I for do. Chase Daniel? Yeah, no, they played really well, and Ch- Chase uh, Chase gave them opportunities, and that's what this is all about: is letting your your playmakers make plays, and they did that yesterday. Um, there's a few plays that we all want back. I know, you know, just talking to Chase yesterday, um, there's 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 a couple that just stick out right away with him, and, and he understands that, and we all understand that, and then you know, of course. Uh, uh, you know, we, it all it does really all start up front. It starts up front with those O line and D line, and um, players and and the the run game. We we got to improve. The the throws that were intercepted, he he takes responsibility for for the last one in particular. That he, he wish he had that one back. Obviously, could have put us in a position to get a field goal at a minimum. Um, but when it's when it's so blatantly an interception there's always a story though behind it it's not just he sees somebody and he throws it right to him and those two interceptions what do you what do you think he was seeing well the first one uh he lost vision of the of the uh the middle linebacker and he couldn't couldn't see him through the through some of the linemen and so 
uh, obviously he, he wouldn't have thrown the football if he saw him on the first one. And, and then the last one there at the end, um, you know, it was just one of those deals where the, he lost vision of the, the, the defensive back dropping back. He looked like he was playing his man on the outside, and then he fell off of it and, and felt the throw. So it really looked like, you know, throwing into double coverage with no one there. Um, so that, that's a part of this. It's, it's, uh, I know Chase is more frustrated than anybody right now that it came down to that because we were in a position there, all that said, how we played to, to either tie it up or go in for the win. So uh, we, we got to, again, like always, uh, we, we use this adversity to make us stronger. And the run game, as obviously, was your hot button yesterday. You, you brought it up many times. Um, you were not happy about it. When you don't have a lot of snaps, though, at the same time, how do you get it started? I mean, when you're just if you, if you fail on a couple drives and then you don't get the snaps because they're on the clock, is that part of the issue for yesterday alone? Well, yeah, I would say yesterday was really a uh, a snapshot of you know just a, uh, us not getting going with the run game and struggling there with a combination of them dominating the run yeah. game, you know, and so the time of possession and, and they were stubborn with it and they were having success with it. You know, they were, you know, three, four, five, six, seven yards per pop. Uh, and we were zero, one, two, zero, one, two, you know, one of those. So uh, it just, it's, uh, it's about rhythm. It always has been for us. And in, in this game, you got to be able to run the ball uh, at least to start and, and try to get that thing going and not be one dimensional. And they did that yesterday and we didn't. Matt Nagy is here on the Bears Coaches Show from London, brought to you by Whipley CPAs and Consultants. As you look at what you need to try and do to spark the running game, um, is this one of the bigger challenges that you had? As yeah, a it'll coach? be. Well, yeah, it, and that's 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 why why I'm here. You know, that's why we're here is to figure it out. It's not to. Uh, you know, complain and moan. It's not about complaints. It's about answers. And um, until we get this thing solved, uh, you know, we got to figure out the why part. So the the buy does come at a time now where we can put, uh, you know, we can step away for a little bit and dig into that tape and self-scout ourselves and, and see what it's all about and not be looking at other opponents. But let's just look at us and let's try to figure out um, how we stay positive and how we get answers. And I, I have no doubt that with the coaches and players that we have, we'll do that. Uh, for those who are into the X's and O's of the game. You're not going to reveal scheme and so forth. But has there been an adjustment in how you guys have attacked the run this year versus last no, year? No, zero. Yeah. Th- this comes down to Jeff. I mean, it's man, I man. It, 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 this game's about winning your one-on-one battle. It, you know, I, I hate making it harder than that. It, it really is real. It's really simple. Win your one-on-one battle. If you do that, you'll win a lot of football games. Uh, Matt, in terms of uh, the performance of uh, guys like Anthony Miller, got more involved. Uh, Chase felt he had a, a good connection with him, a growing connection with him. Uh, what did you see from 17? Same thing. He brought energy. You know, uh, when you have that, you get guys. When you have energy and you have guys that compete, um, you, you have playmakers. And you saw that yesterday. Put, Chase put a, a throw up to him where he was covered, and he went up, and that was winning a one-on-one battle. Oh, he yeah. made a play. And when you do that, good things happen. And then the performance of J.P. Holtz on that one catch. I mean, he looked like a fullback running straight up vertical, 16 yards. Uh, that was an impressive play by him. Yeah, it was a nice little uh, gap screen that, that, that the guys executed really well. Um, and, and, you know, when he, he packs a punch now after he catches that ball, so he, he, looks he lowers like a, that, that shoulder. Yeah, and he, he makes fun you, to watch. you're going to hurt a little bit when you tackle him. So that, that's, that's stuff we like. You'd like to have more of those, but we like what he's been doing the last couple of weeks. 
The Bears Coaches Show with head coach Matt Nagy and WBBM's Jeff Joniak continues. Join the season ticket priority list for the future opportunity to become a season ticket holder. Visit chicagobears.com slash tickets to join now. Bears head coach Matt Nagy with Chuck Pagano coming up shortly as the Bears pack up and leave London. Uh, overall, the experience obviously soured by the loss, so that's always hard after you go on a trip like this because it has a playoff field, has almost a Super Bowl feel to it. Um, and But the, what were your takeaways from the whole experience? Well, it happens quick, and it's not a, um, you know, it, this was simply put for us. We had one mission to come over here and win. We didn't accomplish that mission, so um, you, you have to regroup. Now, there's, I just, I appreciate, um, regardless of the outcome, I appreciate the help of all of our departments within the organization to, to make things go as smoothly as possible, all things considered. You know, everyone goes back and forth in regards to, uh, it's re- put it this way, it's real easy to make assumptions that, yeah, you, you guys should have came out here at the beginning of the week. I mean, you could say that for every time. you Every team that comes out here, go ahead and say that. I mean, that's ridiculous. So, um, But for the people that did put everything together for a short week, we appreciate it. The players handled themselves great. Uh, we just got to play better football and win the game next time. Yeah, but you knew that was going to be, you know, it was kind of the humming theme over the course of the week anyway. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a, well, that that's, I mean, we it's were here. It's not like couple, teams having a Done no, this before. Let me, let me just make it real clear. There's, uh, it's about fifty-fifty right now. So I was here three years ago, and we we won and kicked some tail, and and we came out here on Thursday, and I didn't hear it once. All right. So uh, the defense, uh, you know, you knew Derek Carr is going to get rid of it quickly. He doesn't get sacked much. His high percentage accuracy throws, and he's okay living with the short gains. But you know, it kind of helped obviously with the run game right away. But they had a ton of second and shorts. The challenges that poses for a defense then in those situations, you kind of get back on your heels a little bit, don't you? Sure. It, it opens up the playbook on second down. There's a lot of things you can do, and then it makes it a really manageable third down. Um, when you make it second and one, second and two, that means you're doing well on first down, and uh, that, that that's just something that's so uh, so positive for a team when you have that, and they were doing that. They were they were getting first downs. They, were, they had ball control, and then they were producing um, when they got chances in, inside that five-yard line. Akeem Hicks was able to come back from the sore knee play, and then, uh, boy, you saw the tape. I have not seen the play again, so uh, he got pinned. His arm got pinned, and, um, you know, that, that was unfortunate for It him. is. Unfortunate is the word, you know, because he was playing with a lot of energy. It wasn't far into the game and, and got hit there on one of the tackles, got his arm caught. So, uh, you know, he's he's a warrior. Uh, we hope he's okay. We hope we can get him back, and, and we wish him the best. This is something that you didn't have to deal with a lot of last year. These injuries have starting to – erode a little bit how do you put that in proper frame and uh, get these guys through it yeah you you just have to you know you have to trust in the next guy up you have to trust in your trainers and trying to get guys back as soon as you can you have to trust in the plan and knowing that every year is a little bit different and you can't be swayed one way or the other just because you said oh no that it's uh you know everything's peachy just like last year no it's not last year anymore we made that clear this is a new year there's going to be different types of adversity and how are we going to handle it uh, let's talk special teams uh, too because uh, a couple things Cordell Patterson had a, a nice return Tariq had the big one and you know I think you know how was how was Tariq handling yet not having the uh you know he's usually used to having big plays throughout the course of a game that one must have felt good for him but uh, overall the special teams play Eddie Pinero uh, and uh, Patrick O'Donnell included. Yeah, that, that unit right now is is playing as good as I've seen after you know five five games, and uh, uh, so you you appreciate that. There's been so you know the field position part with with Pat with the punts and our our uh, our players going down there and getting the ball you know inside the five etc. You wish you had back the the running into the kicker. You wish yeah. you had back the the fake punt, um, but. 
uh, we, we, we understand that we have some really good players, guys that fight their tails off to, to make plays, and, and Coach Tabor's doing a really good job with them. You know, if this would have turned out differently, that 96-yard flip of the field, that might have been something to really build on. Coming from behind, making that kind of play, they could have easily scored a touchdown there. The takeaway, the punch out by Sherrick, uh, being fortunate enough to have him on the field for that snap and him to do that, and then all the way to the other end of it, um, that was a very impressive turn of events right a, there. No, for sure. It's a great point you make. And uh, we had the, the ball on basically the one-foot yard line. One foot. And, and made made a, a great third down play there, great throw and catch by Allen Robinson uh, on the sideline to, to move the sticks and get out of that backed-up territory. And then to be able to churn some first downs out, get to get to midfield-ish or to the plus 40, and then Pat made that, that great punt. And we did that. You know, we did. We flipped the field. They had a big run on that very first down. They got out of there. And then, uh, you know, we, we ended up help, holding them to a third and eight. And then, unfortunately, then, then everything happened with the running into the kicker. Yeah. Uh, back to Cordell Patterson. Did you know he was this good in coverage on special teams? Yeah, we, we, knew, we knew he was good. I don't know if we knew he was this good. He, he's, uh, he's real, that's a huge part of the, uh, of, of the special teams. Uh, and, and I think when you have a guy like that that has the speeds and, speed and the size um, and the knowledge, understanding angles, he can really help out. Now, more of the Bears Coaches Show with head coach Matt Nagy on News Radio 780 and 105.9 FM, WBBM. Snap, play big. Daniel going to arch it down the right side, into the end zone, pass, caught, touchdown Allen Robinson, and he fires the football into the stands. Bears have taken the lead, coming back from 17 down. They go up 20 to 17. Allen Robinson with a second of his touchdown catches as the Bears rally, come from behind, go up, and... Uh, unable to finish the job in Oakland uh, as they take down, taken down by the Raiders 24-21. Welcome back to the Bears Coaches Show. Brought to you by Whipfleet Financial Advisors, a proud partner of the Chicago Bears with Matt Nagy for one more segment. Let's talk about A-Rob because he made some big-time catches. Let's just call it what it is. Again, some of those were terrific throws too, but got, getting the opportunity, and he's consistently made those all year. I just love the fact that the way this that, that Allen Robinson comes to practice every day, he shows up on game day, and it's it's expected. You know, we always say when he's covered, he's not covered, and that was a pure example of that yesterday. Made some big-time plays at big-time moments. Uh, Chase was looking for him in those moments, and, and then when he had a chance to do it, I mean, he took some big shots on a couple couple of those catches, And um, but that that's why he's here, and, and uh, our quarterbacks are, are really recognizing that. Speaking of quarterbacks, uh, this will have a really good time for Mitch to get some more rest and so forth. Uh, any expectations uh, post by? No, I think just every day for him just to continue rehabbing it. You know, it's it's uh, uh, it's a part of the game to get injured and see where he's at. But he's he's been doing good on a daily basis. I, I think mentally, just staying involved in it and seeing where we were at this past game. And but no, we we want to get him back out here as soon as we can and and continue to. Um, to, to try to get everything figured out. And, and the majority of those guys, are they, are they shots at least post by Guys like Taylor Gabriel and Bilal Nichols uh, and so forth? I hope so. I feel like uh, we're, we're really close in regards to those injuries. Uh, again, that bye, that bye week can come at strange times. You know, you never know at the beginning of the season when and why it's coming, but now we kind of know why it's coming. It's for us to get healthy and uh, use it that way. So we'll get, we'll get our team hopefully back here and uh, be back home 
uh, for our next game uh, in a couple weeks against the Saints. And but but right now we're going to use this time to to regroup mentally and physically and then get back to the grind. You're a very optimistic guy. You you show that to your team. You're also very direct with them too. Um, despite your optimistic view and everything, is there concerns for you that really have your mind working right now? Well, I, you know, I don't know if it, if the if it's the word concern. Maybe it is, uh, but. What I try to start off with is saying, okay, here we are. We were just allowed to play five games. And after those five games, we're three and two. Um, so the world could be a lot worse than three and two. So let's start there. Now, after we get past that point, let's look at where we could be, right? And then why aren't we there? And once you do that, you see where that's at. Now you can see, okay, are there any blind spots, things that we're missing, um, things that other people are seeing? How do we correct that? And then we talked about it the last couple of weeks. It's about solutions. It's about adaptations. It's about staying positive. There's an accountability. There's ownership. All these words fly around for us that, uh, that we need to, to take to become a championship-level team. Uh, it doesn't happen in six, seven weeks. It happens over time. So uh, when it, I do know we have a good football team. And that, that part is comfortable knowing. But now we've got to become a great football team, and that's trying to figure out what those answers are. Has the play of the offensive line surprised you? Well, uh, the, so for, for our guys, you know, if you look at it, there's two phases. that you have, you have the run game, and then you have the pass game in pass pro. And right now, for all the, the, the negativity that's going on and the frustration that there is within the run game, which deals for – there's a lot of different reasons that go behind it. Uh, but it always starts there. There's a frustration there with that. That that's some answers that we got to get f- uh, figured out. But with that said, in the pass game right now, they're protecting really, really well, and they're giving you know Mitch and Chase a lot of time to throw. And uh, I don't. I want to make sure that that gets noticed. And, and as you move forward through this uh, portion of the season as well, can you? I mean, I I know every season's different, but you are in the exact same scenario as we talked about in the post game show. After five games, three and two, coming off a really tough one at Miami on the road. You probably feel you should have had that one, too. It's a real weird situation, isn't it, that it's almost identical? It's very similar. Yeah, it's a good point. That, that It's a uh, good analogy that last year you kind of felt the same feeling after this game. Uh, and so uh, we, you saw what happened last year is, is our, our guys, they rallied behind each other, and they rallied behind one another. And that's why they play 16 games, and, and the, the playoffs don't start after eight. They start after 16. So um, I have ultimate trust in our guys and knowing that they'll rally. Uh, I believe in them. They believe in us. And sometimes you go through these, uh, these difficult losses. Uh, they sting. But you, uh, we've shown before that we've used these type of games to make us better. And are there some, as we wrap up with this one, uh, are there some guys that you haven't tapped yet that may get chances here as you move forward because of the way they're practicing and so forth behind the scenes that we can't see? Again, yeah, there, there's a possibility. Uh, that, that's, that's what's going to be interesting for us as a staff in the next you know, five, six, seven days is going through some film and just really uh, reflecting where we're at as, as coaches schematically and then where these players are at through execution. And um, the, the, the why part of really sitting down all together and trying to say, okay, no, this is really what it is. We think we know what it is when you're going through five weeks and you can't catch up each week too much on the self-scout stuff. Now we're going to have a great chance to do that. All right, Matt, thank you. Safe trip back home. We'll see you after the bye week. See you, Jeff. Thank That's you. Bears head coach Matt Nagy coming up next. Chuck Pagano will join the program. The Bears Coaches Show with head coach Matt
Matt Nagy, and this hour featuring defensive coordinator Chuck Pagano, once again the voice of the Bears, WBBM's Jeff Joniak. Snap, car, quickly, bubble screen left, Trevor Davis, ball comes out at the goal line. Covered up, who's got it? Bears have taken it away. Prince Amukamara with the recovery at the one. Trevor Davis with a head of steam headed for the goal line and cuffs it up. Goal line defense personified and turning away the Raiders after great field position, they take it away. Welcome back to the Bears Coaches Show here in London. Wrapping things up, Bears fall to the Raiders. Joined now by defensive coordinator Chuck Pagano. Just heard the highlight of Sherrick McManus uh, with Peter Tillman. In the building, I saw him in, in the uh, locker room right before the game, uh, the ex-bear with the peanut punch, and that peanut punch was quite the play, being engaged by Keelan Doss, the wide receiver, and still managing to, to, to get his hand out of there and punch it out. That's a unbelievable turn of events. Flipped the field, as it turns out, 96 yards swap, uh, and you know it was a, could have been a huge turn of events in that game for the Bears, uh, you know, but unfortunately it didn't finish that way. But how about that play? No, it was uh, obviously very timely, and and Sherrick, uh, he does a great job. He practices that way all the time. He's the epitome of a of a of a team player, a Bears box guy. And um, again, you mentioned you know the peanut punch and all that stuff, and and what a time to uh, to force that turnover, like you said, it flipped uh, flipped the field, and you know gave us a chance, you know to uh, you know to uh, win that football game, but. We just didn't. We just didn't play good enough, you know, uh, for 60 minutes, and uh, they got the job done. Credit them, and uh, but Chair came in, did a nice job on that play. Yeah, and if I'm not mistaken, screen had a, like a little bit of an issue at that point. He left the game, and so maybe it was fortunate the Chair no, was in there. Again, it's uh, it's a guy that you know we challenge all of our guys to come in and and prepare like starters. You know, every single day, you never know when your number is going to get called. And, uh, you know, Sherrick does a great job. He knows multiple spot, sp- uh, spots on the defense. Uh, he gives you great position flexibility and credit him for knowing what to do. Yeah, we haven't talked to you in a couple of weeks on this show, but the step up and do your job type of thing has really been a theme of this Bears defense with all the injuries that have taken place. Yeah, no doubt about it. And, you know, a couple of weeks ago you saw a bunch of guys, you know, step in and fill in for guys that were missing and did a great job. So, Again, you know, Coach talks about it all the time. We talk about it all the time in our room, and guys are doing a great job of that. Uh, you knew the Raiders were going to try and be physical. That's what they do. They got the bodies to do it. Uh, what are the unique challenges of facing an offensive line that has a couple of six eight guys north of three fifty and big interior guys up, up front that can move people? No, they they did a great job of executing their plan, and uh, you could tell early uh, what that plan was going to be. We knew going in that they were really good. Uh, football team up front they like you said they got you know it's always been about big people out there you know worked for mr davis for two years back in 05 and 06 and he said it's a big uh, big man's game um they are giants up front they did a great job um you know of blocking our guys and, and getting push and getting guys cut off on the backside and um it's a tough tough scheme and it felt like we were in second and one oh, two three third one i think two, there three, were though. ten at last tally, I had ten second and five or less. Yeah, yeah, no, and there's not a lot of not a lot of calls on a play sheet for those situations. Um, we knew we had to go in and do a better job, uh, do a real good job on first down and get them in second and eight, second and nine, second and seven at least, because um, we knew that was their formula for winning. We didn't we didn't do that. We didn't get that job done. I got to be better. I got to do a better job of preparing these guys uh, to face those challenges and. Uh, you know, we'll learn from this, we'll grow from this, and uh, we'll be better down the road for it. How, how do you combat size, though, especially that kind of size, when you know they're gonna, it's going to be a one-on-one brawl? 
Yeah, I mean, what do you tell you guys? You got to, you know, when things start to, you know, hit the fan like that and you and you're losing some ground, you know, you go back to fundamentals, you go back to technique, you try to match, you know, big with big. Uh, they did a great job again, you know, credit them uh, from a personnel standpoint. They got in and out of a bunch of different personnel groups and and, you know, they put big people out there right when you thought they were going to run it and they threw it. You know, again, I, I got to be better uh, and put these guys in better position to make plays. But. Uh, they did a nice job, and again, it, it still comes back to uh, you know a bunch of one-on-one battles. You got 11 guys out there, and and we got to win you know our fair share of battles, whether it be you know up front in the trenches or in the back end. Join Bears Care and Advocate Healthcare in raising funds for programs supporting Chicago area breast cancer patients and their families. Purchase your real Bear fans wear pink shirts at chicagobears.com/pink. The Bears Coaches Show with defensive coordinator Chuck Pagano and WBBM's Jeff Joniak continues. Here's the snap. They fake the pitch. Oh, and the pitch out to Jacobs. He's rolling around and it's covered up by the Bears. There's your turnover. So the flip was not seen by Jacobs. Eddie Jackson went running for it. A big pile up, and it looks like the Bears recovered inside the 15-yard line. Recovered by Khalil Mack. Welcome back to the Bears Coaches Show with Chuck Pagano, the Bears defensive coordinator. That was Khalil Mack recovering a fumble. And, you know, one mistake can always hurt a football team sometimes. And it almost did the Raiders, you know, in the end. But that recovery on the flip and the toss that was errant, uh, it's there to be made. You made the play, and, and things started to turn then. Didn't you feel it? Yeah, no doubt about it. You know, right when you you go through a first half and nothing went your way, you come out and you get a play like that. And and uh, again, they they had a miscommunication on offense. We took advantage of it. Khalil got on that ball, and and you could feel the whole momentum obviously turn in that uh, in that third quarter. And uh, again, it gave us an opportunity uh, to get back in that game. Uh, gave us an opportunity to get ahead in that game. We just uh, we just couldn't close it out. Yeah, that fourth quarter drive. Uh, you know, really was they just they kind of took their deep breath and went back to what they were doing. Didn't they, yeah, no, Carp. yeah, no doubt about it. Again, you know, uh, we had our struggles, you know, uh, in the you know run game, um, you know, again, too many second and shorts, third and third and shorts, and uh, we had an opportunity there late again to uh, to try to get off the field, and again, credit them, they executed, uh, we didn't execute uh, very well, and and again, I put them in some tough spots. I got to be better. Uh, when Akeem went down, um, he had, you know, it's a big stage. It's London. It's it f- felt like a nationally televised game. It almost felt Super Bowlish with all the pomp and circumstance before the game, and that's up his alley. So it must have broken your heart to to have him leave the game like no, that. I know was, he was very disappointed. Yeah, no doubt about it, Jeff. And it was great to have him back out there. You could just you, you can feel it, you know, when when Big Ninety Six is is back with us and out there rolling, and, and he was rolling. And it's unfortunate that, uh, you know, he had the injury. Um, but, again, it's like you said, it's next man up, and guys got to step up, and guys got to play, and, and things like that are going to happen. You know, it was an emotional week leading up to leaving for London with uh, with Roquan and then the uncertainty of Akeem, uh, the emotional win over the Vikings. I mean, do you feel this has been kind of a crazy roller coaster ride here in the past eight days? You know what? Uh, again, we're we're not going to make any excuses. I know Coach isn't going to make any excuses. Um, it's a National Football League. Uh, I think we all understand what we what we signed up for. Um, we had an, we had a golden opportunity. Uh, we let one get away. We didn't play good enough. 
you know, uh, on our side of the ball, uh, we can play uh, much, much better. We have played better, and we will play better. We'll we'll get back. We'll regroup. We'll have a chance to, you know, get healthy, heal a little bit, look at this tape, look at ourselves, see what we've done uh, through the first five weeks of this season, and then keep moving forward. It's a long season. Over the years, given your head coaching experience and your long tenure in the league, what have you learned about the value of the self-scouting aspect of a bye week as a coach and how, yeah. how it's worked for you? Yeah, no, it, no, it's huge, uh, you know, because it usually everybody goes back and they'll watch your last four, you know, four games, five games, and it'll be a great opportunity for us to to look at what we've done good, uh, where we've been good, and what we've done well, and then uh, evaluate, you know, our tendencies and see if there's some things that are sticking out. Uh, as far as you know, myself, as as far as the calls go, um, things like that. So. Again, you, you get a chance to rest up, you get a chance to get healthy, uh, but also a chance to, you know, get a jump on your next opponent, obviously, but take a good look at yourself and see, you know, what you're doing well and what you need to clean up. You guys watch so much tape. You you would think that you would uh, un- never, you would see everything already, you know, just doing what you do, but there are little things that pop up or how you stack a play a play sheet, right? Yeah, there's no doubt about it cuz uh, you know, we all have uh, all have tendencies and again, it'll be a great chance for us to to dive back in and and look at the analytics, look at the reports, look at the tape and and again, fix the things that need to be fixed. Are you a numbers guy? Do you do you like the the introduction of analytics uh, yeah. in pro sports? <laughs> yeah, you know, it's Or does uh, it cause you to I'm a little it, bit old, a yeah. little bit old school, but yeah. there's some good stuff there and you know, we got you know, some really, really smart guys in that building that give us some great information, so we'll use everything. You know, you mentioned earlier, the earlier segment about, you know, it's a big man's game, but it's funny. I'm I'm an old-school football lover as well, you know, the big guys and running running the ball and stopping the run and playing a black-and-blue, dirty ball-up-your-fist kind of game. But in the, And I've talked to some of the guys about this, too, in this era of, you know, you think it's just a passing league. The running game, for some reason, this year seems to be uh, coming to the forefront again throughout the league in certain situations. Uh, everybody knows you got to run the ball, but who's to say the teams aren't just going to turn to that now? You know, is that part of the evolution every single five years or so in this league? Yeah, I, I think so. I, you know, growing up in a football family, I heard that from from <laughs> as long as I could understand, you know, what running the ball and stopping the run meant, yep. you know, uh, coming from a coaching family. So I think that always starts there. Uh, coach preaches that. Uh, we preach that, um, that you got to be able to, to run it. you got to be able to stop the run. If you can't make teams one-dimensional, you're really going to struggle. And, and I think uh, every game's different. Every situation's different. We're going to get attacked in different ways. And we've been in positions before this game where we've done a, a really good job of stopping the run. And no, and, and the Bears have done a great job stopping the run for for a long time. That was uh, that was a, a rare moment last night uh, with the Raiders getting the win. One more segment to go with Chuck Pagano as we wrap things up here from London. The Bears Coaches Show with head coach Matt Nagy continues exclusively on the home of the Bears. News Radio 780 and 105.9 FM, WBBM. Back on the Bears Coaches Show with Chuck Pagano, the Bears veteran defensive coordinator, as the Bears get ready to prepare for the bye week. Over the course of getting ready for London, uh, I thought the Bears organization did a great job of all the all the, uh, the different things that need to be taken care of throughout the whole process for families and whatnot. Um, How'd you feel about it all? You know, going here and, and checking things out. No, they uh, they did a phenomenal job, and it's a huge undertaking. You know, and it uh, takes a mass of people to uh, to make this thing happen. So, 
Um, as far as, you know, our preparation went, as far as the travel went, as far as them taking care of, you know, uh, our families and things like that. Um, I've only been over here one other time uh, prior to this, uh, but this was uh, this was a great setup. You know, they did a great job here in London. Obviously, the, the fans and the people were here to support us and things like that, but our organization did a phenomenal job, and they made they made this trip pretty seamless for us. What will you be telling your guys uh, as the bye week unfolds? You know, they're going to you know go their separate ways here for the week, but what do you want them to know right now at this point in the season from we're, you? We're a good defense. You know, we got really good players, uh, but you got to be consistent. You got to do it week in and week out, and uh, you got to show up and and play week in and week out. And so, you know, take some time to to get away from it, uh, rest, heal up, but also, you know. We all got to take a good look at ourselves and and uh, make sure we look at this tape good and hard and fix what we need to fix, you know, and play our our brand of football, you know, Bears Bears defensive football, and that certainly, you know, again credit. I'm proud of the guys and credit the guys for uh, coming back in the in the second half as a, as a football team and making a couple plays to give us a chance to get back in that game, actually take the lead and and have a chance to win that thing, but uh, uh, get rested it up and then, you know. Come back with your uh, batteries recharged, ready to roll, and, and get ready for the. Uh, we got a long stretch, you know. Yeah. It's, like I said, it's a, it's a marathon, not a sprint. We got, I think, eleven more games, and you know, the only one that matters is the next one. So we got, we got a chance to, you know, prepare for that one. What have you learned in general about this bunch you're coaching that maybe uh, you didn't know before? Well, you know, you can watch the tape, and you know, you got a bunch of really talented football players, front to back, but they're they're great guys. And uh, they're great teammates. They're great people. They love football. They love playing for this organization. Uh, they love playing for one another. Um, they're a gritty bunch. They're a gritty bunch. They're a resilient bunch. Um, they'll come back, and uh, and we'll be back, and we'll play good football again. But uh, they're determined, and uh, they'll right the ship. There's a couple of guys, you know, emerging too. Uh, we'll get a couple of guys back, obviously, uh, with Bilal Nichols. Hopefully, Akeem's not not too uh, too severe that he can come back. But you know. The play of the guys up front from Nick Williams to Roy Roberts and Harris, you know, in general for over the first five weeks. Um, so a lot of people, those are surprisers right there. Yeah, again, those guys come in and, and work extremely hard, you know, day in and day out. You know, Jay does a great job with those guys up front. You know, our entire defensive coaching staff does a great job. And so, you know, um, again, it, it only takes, you know, one bad, one bad game, one bad yeah. Sunday to, you to know, make everybody, you know, and, <laughs> and that, that's coach's mentality that, that, too, right? No, that's all we, that's all you tend to, you know, remember obviously, yeah. cause it's the last one and, yeah. it'll, and it'll be a long two weeks, you know, before we get back, you know, on the football field to have an opportunity to, uh, to amend this, uh, so to speak. So, but, uh, again, we got, we got great players. We've got great coaches, uh, they're all like-minded, and they'll, they'll they'll do what they have to do on this uh, on this bye week, and they'll come back ready to roll, and we'll get ready for the next one. All right, enjoy your time as well, thank Chuck you, Pagano. Pete. Before we let you go, uh, the Bears defensive coordinator through Gibson's Restaurant Group wants to thank you for joining us on tonight's Bears Coaches Show. Here's a gift card to enjoy a meal at any of our Chicagoland locations. That's going to wrap up tonight's show. We appreciate you listening. Thanks to head coach Matt Nagy, defensive coordinator Chuck Pagano, engineer Paul Zerang, and our producer Dan Barilli. We will talk to you after the bye week. This is News Radio 780 and 105.9 FM, WBBM. Thanks for listening, everybody. Have a great night.